0: I don't know. Whether. You know in recovery there's like a, the powerless over alcohol and the drugs, yeah? So if you listen to the first step, oh Jim Cook's coming, so we'll have a two meetings. This will be the preamble. If you look at the first step in the in the twelve in the big book, it says we were powerless over alcohol and our lives have become unmanageable. Now, how that made sense to me was it was like the powerless, the drinking alcohol was the cause of the unmanageability, in a way. I was powerless over alcohol, and my life became unmanageable. It almost assumes there was manageability before, because became means like a past tense, right? So, I'm powerless over alcohol, and my life became unmanageable. That didn't work for me, because I was under that illusion, in a way. And when I got sober stuff that I had attributed to drinking and using came up big time. So, like, I blamed a lot of my behavior on cocaine, but I hadn't done coke in about two or three years, and the behavior was still running rampant, you know? I mean, either it had the longest coke high of all time, which was like three years off of high on a cocaine hit, or it wasn't cocaine, you know? So, there's another statement in and how, it, at the bottom of how it works, it says you've got to be convinced of three pertinent ideas. Uh, and our experiences before and after getting sober verify it. So before getting sober and after. So you realize it wasn't the alcohol, you know. And it says that we're alcoholics and we cannot manage our own lives. That's so much, that makes a huge difference. It means something totally different, yeah? So the alcoholism presupposes that you're not managerial quality yeah but if you're in, if your mind's infected with alcoholism you're not going to be a great manager you may be able to manage other people this and that but you're not going to be able to manage let's say your inner life yeah or whatever you want to call it. so then suddenly people are sharing at the meeting going well uh, you know I find out this is my problem and I'm really working towards getting out of it but that sounds like managing still to me yeah and how am I going to work towards like, peace and serenity if I have no idea what peace and serenity I have tons of ideas of what peace serenity is, but I have no real idea what peace serenity is. Yeah? I, I'm not intimately uh, uh, aware of it. So the whole point is you stay on the principle of unmanageability or powerlessness, And when you're in in the admittance that you're powerless, you never have to experience powerlessness. You always experience power, yeah? It's really weird. So when you're admitting you're powerless, you don't experience being powerless. You only experience being powerless when you're managing. Just like your life was unmanageable because you were managing it, yeah? And you're not managerial quality. It's not like life is unmanageable. It's just that if you're managing it, it's unmanageable because you're not managerial quality. So when you see it that way you just if you rest in the principles that were revealed to you about about the disease and and the uh, what they what solution they refer to if you rest there it sees you through all the years of the rest of your life yeah so you stay in powerlessness and then you don't experience powerlessness you experience power you stay in I'm, manager, I'm not managerial quality and then life seems to get managed somehow, you know, in ways you could never have even imagined. They just sort of work out. So this whole idea is we we come in to the program and then it's time to manage again. All right, I now know all my defects of character and I'm going to be working on them, like, religiously every day. That's the biggest defect of character, which is thinking you're managerial quality when you're not. It is, really. So when you apply that to all the work towards taking care of all the other problems, that's the bigger problem. And that's the whole point. The bigger problem is never seen, very very rarely seen. It's, the, it's what issues forth from that problem, Yeah, all the effects of unmanageability that we see. And we try to sort of categorize them and make notations about them and then start working on them. But we're still trying to work on them from the point of being the manager, yeah? So that, that, little, that little, like, uh, fault or miscalibration will magnify or geometrically progress when you keep applying it to all the problem solving, yeah? Because it will be the problem trying to solve all the problems. Yeah. Now it will have some wins, which are a problem, and it will have loses, which are a problem, because everything will keep feeding the idea of being the problem solver or the problem haver. And I would say that's the ba- biggest—that's the dilemma. Yeah, is this identification as a self, which implies that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity that you're choosing and you're doing and you're thinking and you're feeling and you're having and you're doing this and doing that. That one sense of being the premier doer of your life is the one that very rarely is addressed. Yeah. Now, we want to have opinions about what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, what they're doing it. We have tons of opinions about what they're doing and how they're doing it. <laughs> we have tons of opinion how the world's doing it and da-da-da. But very rarely do we look at the doer. Yeah. Like... Is there a doer? If there isn't a doer, then there would just be doing, yeah? Then there would just be having, then there would just be thinking, then there would just be feeling, just like everything else. Every process would be seen as a process. Like, you you see the digestive process because you never really even look at it, you know? You put some food in here and somehow it gets digested and your body gets fuel and then there's the refuse, it gets dumped into a, a watery grave and then there it goes. And yet, there's a faith in that process, but there's no sense of being the doer, is there? You're not thinking you're digesting your food during the day. No. Are you really? Do you actually think, well, I got, stop talking, i got to digest this food, you know, and I've got to take some time out today. I forgot to digest some food yesterday. I'm going to get on it today. I've got a list. What haven't I digested fully to this week? Oh, shit, that burrito on Wednesday. All right, change up my schedule, sit there. (laughs) You know, no, it sounds funny, yeah? But the same thing, a much subtler process called thinking, yeah, we take credit for. Which blows my mind, yeah? (laughs) It really does. It blows your mind. Or feeling. Like, we say, like, I shouldn't have had that feeling, but the feeling already happened. Like, your reaction is a, is an afterthought, isn't it? You're always a day late. It's like, it's like being in a gunfight and the guy already has his gun pulled. No matter how fast you are, you've already lost because he's just standing there like this. So the feeling already arises and then the mental process says, oh, I don't like that feeling. I don't deserve this feeling. Who the fuck gave me this feeling? You know what I mean? And yet, so it's taking itself to be the cause yet its reaction can only be at the effect yeah yeah the feeling occurs already and then there's a reaction to it but the reaction assumes that you're the cause of the feeling that you're the feeler somehow you have some kind of role in how you're feeling same thing the thinking yeah then there's a reaction to it which is an effect of the thinking which is the mind has this idea that you're the thinker Yeah, now the thinker believes it's the thinking, it's doing the thinking. How are you going to get out of anything like that? (laughs) Yeah, how can you get out of out of being an effect by taking yourself to be the cause? You know what I mean? So the thinking is going on, and then there's the okay, there's a reaction. I'm the thinker, and I shouldn't have had that thought. I mean, how many, how many of them are you going to win? Really? And you're like behind the eight ball all day. I mean, geez. It's just, you've got to hope there's a grace on the pool table. Because <coughs> you're going to get hit constantly. Because the afterthought says it's prior to the thought. Yeah? That's what it does. Don't you see the mind? It plays with time. It's actually an end of a product process, but then it says it's before the process. So now it takes the view that either I'm doing the process or the process is doing me. But it never sees that it's that sense of arising as a Paul is part of the process. It's a reaction to conscious contact. It's not prior to the conscious contact. It's reacting to the conscious contact. Yeah? The conscious contact is occurring, and there's a reaction to that contact that I'm the one who's in contact. And then, therefore, we're in a presupposed position of authorship, like authorship, right, or authority, and it's very frustrating and perplexing because the feelings don't seem to follow our directives. I don't want to feel this way, but you continue to feel this way, Yeah. I don't want to have a thought like that, but you had the thought, in a sense, yeah? I didn't want to see that bird fly by, but you saw the bird fly by, yeah? <clears throat> it doesn't matter how much you didn't want to see it, it has no influence on the bird being seen, does it? It not, doesn't matter how much you didn't want to be the thinker, of that; it has no influence on the thought, does it? Actually, in, it incites the thought, it's, it actually stirs up more thought, yeah? So here, <clears throat> there's the thinking, There's the thinking, then there's a reaction to the thinking, which is you, yeah? The you thinks it's prior to the thinking. And it says, I shouldn't have had this thought, yeah? I'm in a loving relationship, I shouldn't be thinking of other people, yeah? Oh, whatever, it has tons of things come up. But they only come up because it takes this position, yeah? If you would see that sense of being the one who's having the thought is a thought itself you would be standing in the sense of the stability of the awareness of what? Of the conscious contact. You would be aware of the conscious contact. Your awareness wouldn't start from the point of being the thinker, or the doer, or the haver, or the feeler. It would start at the point of, I'm seeing all this, yeah? I'm seeing everything arise. Every feeling is preceded by a seeing, or it wouldn't be felt. Every thought has to be seen <clears throat> or there couldn't be a sense of being the thinker. Every action has to be noted before there's a sense of being the one who did it. So the seeing is there. yeah. And try to take your, your mind as far as it can go. Can it get behind the seeing? Can you become the seer? Can you become the seer? Even if you believe you're the seer, there's that seeing. Something seeing that, yeah. No matter how many alright, I'm at the I'm at the I'm at the end of the universe. I'm now seeing all content. But that noting that thought that you're seeing all content is being seen. You and I, as a mental idea, can never get before the scene. We we'll always arrive later or after, yeah. <coughs> what would happen it was like the horse and the cart if the horse is in the right place you'll see the purpose of the cart if the cart is in front of the horse it'll seem like an obstruction to the horse yeah it's not the it's not the cart's uh, intention it's just the cart it's the it's the position you're taking that makes everything seem the way it does yeah if the horse is in front of the cart oh yeah there's a horse and oh my job is to what this is an action figure experience all right Oh, the cart's heavy. It doesn't mean it shouldn't be heavy or someone else's is lighter. It's just recognizing it's a heavy cart. Okay. You know, fit yourself around those circumstances. But if you take yourself to be the horse here and then the cart, you're going to be pushing the cart in all these directions you think it should be going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the whole point is, is to turn around and realize you're in front of the cart. Do-do-do-do, go this way, not this way, yeah? This is a life on self-will. This is going with the flow. It's that simple, yeah? It's that freaking simple. What came first, the chicken or the egg? In a way, you know what I mean? Get, Get clear. Stop thinking the egg is producing the chicken. The chicken came before the egg, Yeah? Consciousness, or, and then the seeing of... There's consciousness, and then there's the seeing of consciousness. Nothing is, precedes that. Yeah? Then the thought of being you, which you didn't have until you were about 18 months, supposedly, when you were a kid, it never even dawned on mine that there was an idea of being you. And it definitely never dawned on you, because there was no you. There was a dawning of the idea that, hey, I'm a you. Yeah. As soon as that happened, the horse... Was now located behind the cart in a way, and started pushing the cart in the way it wanted to, it to go. How did it work out? <laughs> you thought the cart was heavy when you're going this way. Wait till you push it. It's much heavier. Pulling's easier than pushing. You know what I mean? At least you got this beautiful vista to look at. When you're pushing, you, all you see is the cart. You see all this shit. (laughs) You see, oh no. And what happens? If you see shit, more shit will be seen. You dig for one character defect, you'll find eight more. It'll be like a never-ending... You'll try and get to the center of the earth. There is no center of the earth. It's like an onion. There's There's no center. You'll just keep digging and digging and digging. You'll find the problems in your life from your own family of origin on earth. Then you'll go to the family of origin from Mars. And then... You know, the, the Pilates, Pilates, you know, constellation. Somehow it'll go on and on and on and on and on. Because just like in physics, the biggest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. When they're they looking for light as a particle, light appears as a particle to the to, to the uh, physicist. When they're looking for it as a wave, it appears as a wave. It seems like light dances to your tune. Not to the self's tune, but to the consciousness's tune. Yeah. So consciousness is give is is what's allowing everything to arise <clears throat> yeah. and it has an influence on how it looks because it's it's the it's the, it's the source of it all, all of it's arising in this dance of consciousness, yeah so what happens in recovery It says you've got to get right sized or You have to be an average Joe Manjoes or humility is is to know where you stand and stuff exactly. So you'll stop pushing the rock up the freaking hill. So when you have an experience where you lost the sense of self, maybe that's actually the reality, that there is no self. And what the experience you're usually having is there is a self. Yeah. So those moments you think you call peak experiences when there's no feeling of being you is basically the norm. It's the it's diluted experience of there's a you in everything is the is the is the nightmare in a sense we're having. That's the dream. Yeah. When there's a pause, let's say if you're surfing or something, and there's no sense of you doing any of it, then there's a joy there. <clears throat> Put two and two together. When you're seeking joy, how many times do you find it and how long does it last and does it ever stabilize? But when you lose the sense of being you, then it's there, seemingly. Yeah? Put it two and two together, just like, you know, you have 15 relationships that don't work. Look at the constant in all of them. You. Maybe it's you, in a sense. You have a role in it not working. Yeah? Well, the, the real role is this idea of instead of living as a reaction to life, yeah, we live as the seeing of life. Yeah. So now life is happening instead of to us. You're gonna have what do you the view of life's happening to you, you don't see that as the as the spawner of resentments? Just watch when you have when you're driving down a road and you have nowhere to go. Everything's fine. But when you have a desire to get somewhere, there's obstacles. Yeah? You see everything as an obstacle. What was it? Was the thing an obstacle the first day, and then not when you're feeling good, and then an obstacle the next day? It's neither. It's the meaning your mind gives it. Yeah. Now, what happens if the meaning your mind's giving everything is funneled through a, through a very small frame called self-centeredness? You're going to have a very small picture, and you're going to have very limited possibilities, and you're going to your mind is going to be totally restricted in in, in in the foundations of that frame, time, space, things, yes? And you're gonna be looking, and you'll be yearning for something better and transcendence and this and that, jumping off of bridges with bungee cords or shooting coke up the neck or, you know, having, you know, sex with, you know, a noose around your neck to try to get <laughs> more excitement out of your experience. Who knows what it can produce? But the whole point is the self is this frame. Self's never going to break out of the frame that it is. Yeah, If you're not that, the aperture opens. Because it's never been closed. It's only appeared to be closed. Yeah, It opens wider. Then a whole new field of possibilities is available. You can have a most wonderful day, not next week or when you go on your vacation, but right now. Yeah. Don't put it off. Yeah? Don't wait to be loved. Be that love you're looking for. Yeah, Don't wait for something to satisfy you. Be the satisfaction that finds expression in what you do. Yeah, And the thing is, from where I am, I can't get there. It's questioning where I am. If I'm not there, it's easily to be living from the other way. Totally easily. But self is never going to live there. Because self is in that frame. The idea of being a self can't get out of self. Yeah. The feeling of being you is not going to transcend the feeling of being you, and then feel like you're more an authentic you. That's still the feeling of being you. Yeah. The solution is I'm not that. Then the frame keeps appearing, but you, what happens is your vision isn't like this. You see the frame, but you see all around it also. Awesome. Yeah frame is appearing the mental process is constantly framing it like this but most of us or at least let's say my head was living from here yeah now it sees this but it also sees all of that it's like seeing a cloud in the sky not totally being fixated on the cloud where it has the ability to block the sky's presence in, at least for your experience but now you see the cloud and you sense the space of the sky at the same time yeah and it matters, all right, if you find something really interested in the, interesting in the idea of being you, your mind will keep trying to go to that honeypot. After a while, it'll get fucking bored of it, and then when the, the advertising's going, hey, look at this, look this way, look at this way, and then you won't buy it, and you'll be in, resting in that spaciousness. Yeah, your own mind. Not a master coming over to your house once a week or listening to tapes or anything. Your own mind will be what you're looking for. It's not about erasing the frame. It doesn't need to be erased. A little frame in a huge sky is not going to grab your attention unless you're totally addicted to the idea of being a you. Yeah. Unless the mind is totally cherishing that idea, then it's going to keep going to that honeypot. And, and it's beautiful because the honeypot... Will persuade you to not go there anymore. It's so fucking boring. You can only hold out to be special and right, and you get to be alone quite a lot. And like that, after a while, you don't even give a shit about the honeypot. You get disillusioned or disinterested, and then your attention just springs out. And now, while you're dealing with the framing of the life, you're dealing with possibilities not within the frame yeah and that's what you're looking for. The solution is not in the realm of the problem. There's tons of solutions in the problem, but there's not then the real solution is not of the realm of the problem because the real solution is the problem is imaginary. yeah it's like that thorn in the shit foot. Ram Maharshi uses that example. there's a thorn in the foot and we're action figures so we gotta walk around maybe you, if you could stay up all day and never touch the ground hey that works but you're not going anywhere you know and life seems to sort of predicate us to move so there's the thorn. so what happens you get Dr. Scholl's you know foot things like this and super rubby stretchy things and try to put you know like whatever <laughs> you know super thick socks but there's still even when it's not bothering you you're waiting for it to bother you yeah <laughs> so then you're looking around and you see a thorn another thorn and you go hey well that looks like the size of that other thorn so I grab it this message and I go okay there it is I jig out that first thorn I don't replace the first thorn with the second thorn even if the second thorn is a little more refined and subtle it's still going to bother me as I'm walking around my attention's still going to go there oh there's the solution there's the solution there's the solution that's the fucking problem yeah? So, what happens if you take the first one out, the second one gets thrown away also. And once it gets thrown away, what seemed to be the solution reveals its true nature. There is no need for a solution because the problem's imaginary. Yeah? Once the real problem is taken out, and the taking out is you see that it's not real, then why do you need a solution for it? That's the solution. That's the only solution that works because it's not a solution. A solution's gonna go, solution like a slinky. Solution, problem, solution, problem, solution. How many solutions have caused tons of problems in your life? Really? How many solutions? Oh, you found the solution, meditation. And then your knees are ruined five years later. Yep. <laughs> you gotta get knee <laughs> replacements. Or you found, uh, you know what I mean? It's solution, problem, solution. But if the solution is only in time for the extent that the problem seems real, as soon as the problem is noted as imaginary, there's no need for a solution. That's a great solution. Yeah? You're not even burdened by having a solution anymore. You're totally so traveling lighter. Every solution would be a little heavy, weight, heavy. Yeah, You don't even need a solution. It's so gorgeous. The frame will keep being set up because the mental process, that's what it does, There's a mental process called selfing. It's just like breathing and shitting and the nervous system and the digestion system. It's a mental process. You don't see it in the body when you take an x-ray, but it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, yes? Framing this place to make sense out of it. But it's damn well when you recognize the true value of what you are, this very, very widescreen camera, in a sense, that you can take in so much more than what's been framed, yeah? and that the solution to the what is claustrophobic effects of the frame are not inside the frame. They're outside the frame. Yeah. And what it is, is there is no real frame. See, There is no long-lasting, independent, separate entity. The self starts losing its substantiality, and the frame sort of... Now the picture that you call life becomes a mural. Much different. Now instead of life's happening to me, to me, to me, life's happening much more of a flow. There's nothing you can do about it. You know That's the good news. You just question what's thinking they can do something about it. Or you do the program of recovery. And what happens over tw- like 25 years is like you're on an operating table. If you just don't get up, things go really well. Yeah? As long as the patient doesn't assume it's the doctor, then things go great. You just sit on the table and let life do what it's doing and it just keeps... Like your, like the camera tripod turret just gets more... more like uh, degrees. Instead of just seeing this way, you can almost like turn its head around. You start getting 360 degree seeing in a way. Yeah? It allows you to be okay now. Not when you go on that retreat, you know, or when you finally do your vows or you finish the eighth precept or you know, go jump off a cliff in Tibet or something or dive into the frigid waters in Siberia, whatever else. No, right now at Marin City. Yeah? 1215, concerned about whatever you're concerned about. The mind is still clear, pristine, empty like it always has been. Yeah? This looks like the thing, they had that big asteroid in Russia, right? That looks like the contrail it shows. Did you see that video? Oh, yeah, asteroid broke through the the atmosphere in, in a city in Siberia, a million Meteorite. people.
1: Meteorite.
0: Meteorite had this huge contrail, man, it was wild. It's just like out of the movies. Sonic boom, broke all this glass and everything. Yeah, it was the size of a bus. Yeah, shit. <laughs> that's what, that's like this message coming through the frame of selfing. <laughs> all the all the glass houses of selfing get shattered and then you seem like you're getting cut and hurt, but that's not what you are. And you walk out of that fucking little insane asylum you've been in. <laughs> it's like a sonic boom. Boom. You're not that? Boom. What? I'm not to think of (laughs) BOM. What? I'm not to think of (laughs) BOM. There's a bridge called My BOM. What? What? Oh, yes, the My (laughs) BOM. My problem, my girlfriend, my thoughts, my feelings, my time, my body. Yeah, let's just question the My. Not the time, the feeling, the thoughts, the girlfriend, the body, but the My. Who is the owner and the proprietor of all this? An incorporated entity called, uh, whatever you call (laughs) it. I've been incorporated, Paul. (laughs) Buy stock in Paul. It's going down. (laughs) It's uh, it's one of those penny stocks. (laughs) It's going bad you buy thousands of them every day. Yes, everything's going to be great. (laughs) If this would just happen, if she just would change completely, it would be a great relationship. If this, if I was just seven feet tall, I'd be in basketball, NBA. If I was a woman, I'd have three kids by now. But you're not a woman. You're not seven feet tall. Yeah? It's not going to happen tomorrow. (laughs) Ah. It's hard to describe, man. It's a very economical entertaining. I swear. It just keeps paring you down. All these subtle things you thought were essential or seem to be, they're not needed. They just keep getting, more and more gets dropped. Like if you were in charge of throwing off the shit out of the balloon, You would have picked all the wrong things. The first thing that goes is you. (laughs) You you get thrown out of the balloon. Not you choosing what needs to be thrown out. You get thrown out. Then everything else can stay. (laughs) They don't have as much meaning as you thought. You were giving them all the meaning they have. It's just okay exactly how it is right now, as long as you get thrown out. (laughs) (coughs) I feel like I'm on interrogation here the solar police have me alright I I give up yes I committed the crime identity theft (laughs) I took an alias on and I'd really like to return it but it seems to be stuck on me now I was afraid so the point is, is how's it working? Is it working there? Eh? Things are working? No, it's not working for you? Oh,
1: the other
0: best is just working. Oh, good, no, good, not good. Itself, it's not oh, good. But, uh, That's the whole point, isn't it? Like when you come and tell me, you come to the meeting and then you felt really, really good. Best you felt in a long time. Put two and two together, yeah? Give the mind some food. When it responds so well, you feed it more. You know what I mean? Why make it just a... Unique experience, oh I really had a great time at that event, and then never go there again. Go back and get fed. and see how it goes yeah it's obviously it's it 's a simple recognition something caused you to feel like a sense of well being hey, go with it yeah it's just it 's just like an invitation the mind knows already, and it 's just acknowledging that it 's going through all the bureaucracy of yourselfing but it's still hitting the bell let it dawn on you yeah this idea like I, when I first heard it it was like a big aha or like an unspoken yes that caught my attention I hadn't felt like that hearing anything ever in my life I just sat there and it was like it was like a dog you know when a dog finally realizes something he said oh, oh oh it's just something hit me and it just went kum 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 and I said hey Oh, oh, that's enough. No, I'm going to feed the fucking thing. See what happens. Cocoon, Kung cocoon. Yeah. While, it's, while the fire's hot, throw the fucking logs in there. Don't make it an event. Don't make it an experience. You'll lose it there, in a way. It's ordinary dog shit awareness. It's something that's always available at all times with no requirement necessary. When you have peak experiences and feelings, those are like just icing on the cake. But the cake is always available at all times. It's like a basic, it's like brown rice in a way. It's giving you nutrition every day. You mix a lot of stuff with it, but every day you have the brown rice. You have that one basic uh, grain that you always eat. It's something like that. This is what this message is like. It's getting you into that root nutrition. Yeah? And then you can add on and do this and go ahead and express and like that. But to have that fed, yeah, until it starts producing its own crops, you know. I didn't go one meeting and get it, in a sense. I went to, I saw a number of different people. I went to India, spent a month there. I went to satsang every day, you know. Ram, mesh, and then down there, saw a lot of people at Ramana Maharshi. No, three people. But every day, just go there, sit for three hours, sit there. Didn't ask any questions, entertained what was being said. Walked around the rest of the day doing whatever I was doing. And my mind was reconfiguring all the while, you know. It was now taking in a possibility it had never taken in. And that possibility was crowding out a lot of shit, a lot of unnecessary stuff. And it recognized the way it wanted to decorate my mind was spaciously. Not filling more stuff up, not acquiring more knowledge, not getting more things, but by... Space, you know, pushing the stuff out. And then things would go. It was like, there was, here I am, and there was like these two cliffs in my vicinity, and this message just pushed stuff off the cliffs, you know? Some quickly, some didn't, you never even heard them. They just, just like that. And then the mind got spacious, yeah? And then all the, all the things I was hoping to find and all the way I was pursuing other things, I found by those ways of being pursued being diminished, you know? That it had nothing to do with looking. It had nothing to do with getting or acquiring or polishing or improving. It had to do with just a recognition of what's already so, and that so because it's a verb keeps sewing. It's not like a boring one, one, one moment event. Oh, I got it. I got what so what so is always what sewing. Yeah. So you never get bored. It's just what sewing constantly. it's incredible then when let's say in recovery right I see people who are, seem to be very ill and I know I'm not the right doctor for them you know, I'm not, not going to be I don't want to be watching over them every day so I can go no you should find that instead of having this crusader idea that I'm here to save everybody I know I can't do a good job with you bro just, I won't do it I know I won't I'm not that interested so here go with this younger guy who's going to all these meetings and get gung ho with them yeah you know what I mean? Instead of thinking I have to be a crusader or anything. All those things get freaking dismissed. And then you really realize how how you can be of service to someone by not giving them service. Letting them have their own bottoms, you know? Letting them have their 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 collapse. Because to try to save someone from a collapse would just promote more collapses, you know? So all this stuff, I didn't have that when I first got in. I was like a crusader, like a zealot, you know? Gotta save everybody, you gotta... You know, constantly. Now, you know, hey, bro, I'm not gonna do a good job with you. Go here, do that, you know. Maybe you should meditate, who knows? I don't know. You can get a sense, you read people. Where's that coming from? Knowledge? Studied knowledge? No. It's coming from a flexible, agile mind, because it's unencumbered by this heavy fucking wood frame of selfing. Takes on a size. It usually takes the shape of a cross. You know what I mean. You either want to put someone on, or you're on. But it's a big, heavy wooden frame, and it's just so burdensome. Yeah.
1: What do you call that sense? Call intuition. The sense you were just describing.
0: It's intuition mixed with wisdom and a lot of things. Yeah. It's not so black and white in a lot of ways. In manifestation, it's not so black and white. It's defined by black and white. But there's a lot of subtleties going on. And the mind's flexibility is incredible. It can fit itself around circumstances. Not just physical circumstances, emotional circumstances, mental circumstances. It can fit itself around circumstances because it's the context. It can't fit itself around circumstances when it's taking itself to be a content. Yeah, it has the difficult time but when it's contextual it's always fitting around circumstances so you travel later yeah, as a steady basic condition not as something that was produced by a three week vacation which is fine, three week vacations but it's not produced it means that it's always available at all times, right where you are in whatever condition you think you're in Now that's, that's, to me, that's reliability. You don't even have to call it. It's here before I sit down. It's always, you know, the thought of being Paul and the story of Paul is an afterthought. What I am is already here before Paul comes and goes. Yeah? I come and go in that here-ness of what I am all day, this action figure, running around, going to high experiences and low experiences, feeling bliss, feeling sadness, feeling frustration, feeling that. All this stuff's arising and arising and arising. But the context of it isn't having any of those. It's not being affected by those experiences. It's like the sky allowing the things appearing in it. Yeah? Fourth of July explosions don't rip the sky open. Planes aren't calling up the terminal saying I ran into a big chunk of sky. (laughs) When the bird shits, it lands on your car, not on the sky, does not it? The sky is unbelievable. It's quite like the aspect of mine, as an example. So if you're having a bad day and you're outside, look up. (laughs) You'll get a glimpse of your original face. Yeah. See, this is incredible because you can be of help with, with not helping people, yeah? You just share a message. They go out and do whatever they're doing and I guarantee if they entertain it, they'll be traveling lighter. It just happens. That's the way it goes, yeah? And then when you start traveling lighter, you'll realize, wow, that's what I've always wanted, this sense, but I, did, I thought I had to do something or get something or go somewhere and now I'm realizing it's coming from where I am. Aha! So, then you're not shopping in the mental marketplace, you know, with the (laughs) advertisings about the next big thing and what's going to happen and how great it will be. You won't buy all those travel brochures because you'll be on vacation, in a sense. Vacation from the sense of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity. So, any questions? I'm going up 40 minutes from now on, no more like 40 minutes I've been watching the timers lately and I'm usually tied after 40 minutes before it was 60 minutes but now you don't need so much you're advanced then it'll be down to 5 minutes then you'll just call me and there'll be a message on the machine and then a donation button
1: send me donations (laughs) save ourselves
0: a lot of trouble any questions? I won't record them. Yes, I will record this again. So what are we say in the zygotes? I like this idea. Yeah. So here I think it's zygotes, right? Don't they split? So the zygote splits, yeah, and then there's two. So let's say mine prior to the zygote in a sense, yeah? Well and then the zygote splits, and now it's subject object, and then yes and no, or what you call dualism or duality. Yeah? In that, then the birth of the Paul comes up. Yeah? Now when the Paul's born it believes that was prior to that. That it's the one that's seeing the duality, not that it was produced by the duality. Yeah? The split. And then it tells a story from there. And so for it to seem relevant now, because it's not, I'll tell you the truth, it can it can only it what it does is it remembers itself in history in the past and then it remembers itself by worrying in the future so it says I was there I will be there I am here <laughs> so it proclaims its own relativeness yeah? it doesn't, it's not like it came down from above it came up in its own little split mind yeah? so I was there I will be here therefore I am here it's like that I think therefore I am this is even in a way better I was I will be therefore I am (laughs) so (coughs) now it's remembered and in that remembering it can only quote unquote grok or understand dualistically it's defined by its mother and father's gene in a sense yeah it was born in dualistic you know so now it can only see everything from subject to object yet it believes it's beyond it or above it yeah And so it's trying to get out of what it can't be in, because it won't admit that it's in. Yeah, that's what happens with alcoholics. As soon as they admit that they're alcoholic, they tend to have an opportunity to get out of it. As as long as they're denying that they're alcoholics, they act like one every day. Yeah. So you can't. So when you're trying to get out of something that you're not in, yeah, that's being in it. The mental mind, the mental uses denial to get out of something. It says, "I'm not that," and yet it's living seemingly like that all day. Instead of going, "All right, I'm going to let myself be that as much, as completely as I can," and then you realize, "I'm not that." Yeah, that's what happens with alcoholism. You finally the thing collapses on you, and you admit to your innermost self, "Hey, I'm an alcoholic." And then in that total defeat, there's resurrection because you'll learn in time, I, "I'm not." That's a disease. That's a foreign installment. That's a parasite. It's not me. And then there's great, great relief. Yeah. But the mental denial is I'm not that, and therefore you, but you act like that all day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like sort of like a spiritual denial.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, saw the play "Waiting for Godot." It really yeah. is Paul on stage, in a way. It's a basic example. It's on. It finishes tomorrow at the uh, Wren Theater Company. And if you go early, you can get a rush ticket for $15 rather than the $35 or 40 I highly recommend it because it shows these two guys caught, and this is the way it is. And they're waiting. It has a lot to do with time. It's an action production. Instead of Citadel. being so depressive as some of them are, it emphasizes more the wit and the relationship between two guys but I highly recommend it because it shows a lot of the things that you're talking about I'm stuck I'm waiting for Godot Hmm. the whole two hours
0: (laughs) 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 we we got a much longing play called I'm waiting for Paul or God for 60 years Yeah. Yeah, that's funny Yeah. well time is trippy if you really get a sense of it we're, the whole thought system is drenched in it, and our whole living here, the interpretation is up to its neck in it. Time. Time has a huge influence here.
1: Now, you in know. waiting for Godot, that's directly approached. Time stops, and they don't know what to do with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the fear, because that's the pause, and in that pause, what you are making and the mind's trying to make so relevant through this time process of an action figure's life is seen to be exactly what it is, irrelevant. And that's like the death knell for the self. <coughs> yeah, It's the last thing the selfie wants to go to. But the point is, there is no self. So there's nothing that's going to die. It's just its appearance fades out or disappears because it doesn't have a lasting impression. It's just an activity of mind. Yeah there is no self that can move in front of the sun and eclipse the sun it's just us playing a role yeah? yeah
1: So all right that's the second one's over you got an extra 5 minutes